The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Pinball Party. Hey, Mef. What's up, man? Sup? Uh, what you, what you doing on my computer? Googling stuff. Like, what kind of stuff? Just stuff. What kind of stuff could a fucking robot want to Google? Animal stuff. Animal stuff? Dude, you're weird. Get, get out of my chair, man. What, what, what are you Googling here? Horse digestive track human mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> are your bits and pieces okay? You need some oil or something? Eat shit. Why the fuck are you Googling horse digestive track human mouth? I am trying to learn more about you. What? How would Googling that have anything to do with me? About what you say. About what I say? What are you talking about? Horse digestive track? What the fuck? What are you trying to learn about me? All the horse shit that comes out of your mouth. You piece of shit. <laughs> oh no, go, get back here, you little shit. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> Ellie. Ow, man. Sup, Jason. Whoa, 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 whoa. Truce. Truce. Hey, hey. All right. Eat shit. All right. God damn it. I'm sorry. Ouch. Put the laser down. You can use my computer whenever you want, Googling all sorts of animal shit. Okay? Okay. Nice. Okay. See ya. See ya. Damn. Let's get going on episode 29 of the Pinball Party Podcast. This is your host, Jason. I've been playing a lot of Foo Fighters. Still. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk with Electric Bat Arcade. Not just Kale. Got ourselves the pair. Rachel and Kale, owners of Electric Bat Arcade. We're going to talk about the top earners and all sorts of other shit. I always do these figure it outs with secondary market, and it's great and everything. The feedback is wonderful. But what about figure it out from a different point of view? How about those fuckers on location? Huh? Some people suck. Some are great. We'll hear from the horse's mouth. Horse theme this week. Brought to you by the letter H for horse. There's a lot of horses in pinball, right? In fact, I can't think of any. I can't think of a single horse in pinball. Please email in to pinballpartypodcast at horse.com with all of your pinball horse examples. They should really make a Monty Python pinball machine. So just so that there's a mode where they're doing the fake horse galloping. You know what I mean? Dude's just behind him, (laughs) banging two coconuts together while he's moving his wrist like he's (laughs) riding a horse. Halt! Who goes there? It is I, Arthur, son of Usa Pendragon from the castle of Camelot, king of the Britons. I must speak with your lord and master. What? Ridden on a horse? Yes. You're using coconuts. What? You've got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together. <laughs> so? We have ridden since the snows of winter covered this land. Through... Where'd you get the coconuts? We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconut's tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. <laughs> the swallow may fly south with the sun. Well, I would love to just stop and watch that movie. Um, let's uh, let's get on with it. Monty Python, top tier shit. And speaking of top tier shit, there's two letters 
in the English dictionary before the letter H. And that letter is F. When I think about the letter F, I think about pinball. Why? Because when I think about pinball, I think about flipping out. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from flipping out. From toppers or flinch reels, I've got it figured out. Flipping out, figured out. When I think of pinball, I think flipping out. Flipping out, figured out. When I buy, 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 I buy from flipping out. Buy, buy, buy. Sincerely, a wonderful pinball distributor to work with. Whether you're buying new in-box machines, trading something in, used, getting accessories, Stern, JJP, Spooky, you name it. They got it. Even if you have a question about, are they going to rerun this game? Zach will try to give you an answer, if he can, if he's not under NDA, etc. But anyway, thanks again, Zach, for sponsoring the show. Let's talk about Foo Fighters immediately again. I did a show last week gushing over, hey, it's been 27 hours and all the quote, I came, all that gross. Jason, come on. Um, how do I feel now? But a week later, I feel the same. The game is still great, if not better. It's gotten a code update to 0.94, I believe. You could Google it and read the changes. I think there's some call-outs, a couple bug fixes. And actually, uh, Joel Engelberth just did an awesome stream uh, with his brother and Ray Day. It's on the Flippin' Out YouTube page. I think you click on live once you go to the Flippin' Out YouTube page, the live section. They do uh, some gameplay with Ray Day while he's walking him through some great strategies, and I watched it. Um, but while I was watching it, something I noticed is the inserts on Joel's were multicolored in spots where I have just white. It's the rollovers right when you launch the ball. I think it's like the rock meter stuff. There's three of them. Mine are all three white. It's part of a skill shot and, and you build it up to get play field multipliers. Joel's was yellow, orange, red to signify like an increasing amount. I was like, whoa, is that in a code update? I checked mine. Nope. But it's an awesome mod from Pinmonk. So if you want to put a little spice in your game, very similar to Iron Maiden where they had all white inserts on a lot of the modes and the... Um, the uh, third flipper shot, I forget what those are called, where you build it up to get the jackpot on the loops. They went from a gradient from yellow to red on that, and then the modes had some color inserts as well. I saw it on Joel's and was honestly very subtly blown away. Uh, I texted him immediately this morning, and hey, wh did you do that yourself, or is that a code update? Nah, Pinmonk. So go check out Pinmonk, get those uh, gel inserts. Uh, I think they're shit. They're awesome. So far, the, my favorite mod I've seen so far in Foo Fighters, and I don't really think it needs mods. But overall, the game is still something I play almost daily, especially when I have time. If there's a game I want to play, it's that. It's still great. Honeymoon phase still just as strong as it was last week. I think this game, um, if there was enough ratings on Pinside right now to put it where it ought to be, I really think easily top five. And I, I personally like it better than Godzilla. Um, I'm <laughs> number one. But I, I'm just going to say it. I, I would think it's number one. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, that's not to say that things can't change or that, you know, Pinside is its own thing. And it doesn't really mean anything, but it's a gauge. It's something you can use to think about market or prices or are you comfortable buying a game? Will you lose money? Will you, I mean, make money? I, I wouldn't go into pinball trying to make money off pinball machines because those fuckers suck, in my opinion. Flippers. Hopefully we're well past that COVID nasty era. Blech. But Foo Fighters, gut check, it's number one, honestly. And uh, shit, there's just nothing bad to say about it. In fact, there's not even many neutral things to say about it. It's just, 
pick pick a category art above average shots way above average rules way above average um <laughs> the premium differences over a pro i would say above average but it's also one of those games kind of like iron maiden in jurassic park where you're gonna get a great value and a great gameplay either way but there's enough of a difference well this is more like jurassic park where i think if you want a premium and you have the money yeah i think you're getting a lot of bang for your buck the the dead post on mine is like 99 consistent the upper play field is awesome it's fast it's smooth anyway if you want to hear me more talk about details of foo fighters last week's um gushing about it i feel the same way this week so if you want more details go listen to episode 28 just to give you an update i feel the same aside from that in my personal pinball life i'm getting rid of star trek and dracula just because you know that's how it goes games come in games come out i'm still jurassic park is still a game i have and play quite a bit it's still one of my favorites and it's kind of just staying here for the long haul it's honestly been the longest game i've ever kept i guess for me that says something foo fighters has no feeling of getting rid of it i really want to hold out (laughs) for the expression lights i'm gonna try damn it for me Owning a game super long is just not normal. Well, it's just not what I normally do, but I really want to get those expression lights. After talking with Mike Vinicor a couple weeks ago and the amount of passion he puts in to the expression lights and seeing it on YouTube or Twitch on the LE, I think it just makes that game, elevates it even more. So for me, I'm kind of just sitting on Jurassic Park Premium and Foo Fighters Premium. I mean, I have a couple other, but someone's going to pick one. Pick one up a little later this week and the other one might get shipped, but we'll see. I got a lot of feedback on last episode. Um, I just want to say thank you to a lot of a lot of listeners, a lot of people that emailed in. Some honestly heartwarming messages about um, me being honest, I guess, about the Tron situation, which to me, I was somewhat venting, but also like, yeah, I think it's it's bullshit when people do that kind of thing on a sale. And then further, make the buyer feel like they're the asshole. And from the amount of emails I got about it, it sounds like that's not as unusual as you would hope. Let me read a couple. One came in from Nick from Pinsomniacs. Again, I mentioned it last week. Florida, if you are anywhere in the realm of pinball in Florida, Google Pinsomniacs. But anyway, he reached out afterwards and said, Damn, man, I hate hearing about that Tron. People suck, are deceitful, and selfish. I hear that misery loves company, so here you go. Two weeks ago, I drove from Jacksonville, Florida to BFE, which I don't know what that is, uh, South Carolina, to buy three change machines to turn ones, fives, and tens into quarters. He runs arcades. I had picks and everything looked good. The guy said he tested all the units and they worked great. Said they were only a few years old. I drove almost 400 miles and he drove 50 to meet me. They looked okay, so I bought all three for $2,400. To cut to the chase, I get home and they only accept ones. The other functions are broken on all three units. The guy ghosts me for a week, and when I finally get a hold of him and say they aren't what he advertised, he said sorry, but he won't take them back. He said he would, quote, help me fix them, quote, the extent of his help was to send me an ad of a repair guy and then ghost me again. After research and contacting the manufacturer, I learned the units were 20 years old and parts are not available. I was fucking pissed, but after a week or so, I just resigned to people suck, but not all of them. I try to forget about this douche with the coin mechs, and now my, quote, new $2,400 paperweights. Instead, I focus on good folks in my life. Fuck, dude. So if 
you know, he was talking about he bought three change machines. They were all supposed to accept all these type of dollar bills. Nah, they didn't. And then the guy, of course, goes them. Yeah, it sucks. People suck. Another one came in from Cam who mentioned, if it was a $2,000 game, it's one thing, but a $10,000 game better be as described and have every single issue disclosed, even minor ones. It's the right thing to do. By the way, let me back up and say I think it's important it was for a podcaster or basically anyone with an audience to share such an experience because believe it or not, it does impact the community and people's behavior. So you just made it, quote, not all right, quote, to sell an expensive game and not disclose a blemish. That's all I wanted to say. Also, thanks for the shows. That meant a lot, Cam, honestly. So thank you. Um, I really didn't think of it that way. I wasn't like, oh, let me make a difference out there. But fuck, I'm glad to hear at least something because I shit you not. The amount of times I've had problems with sellers, you know, you say right away like, hey, something's wrong with this. And they immediately get defensive and blame you. Oh, yeah, well, fuck you. You didn't look close enough. Jesus, man. I mean, I get it. It sucks because you immediately like, oh, man, that wasn't the right thing to do. Or maybe I'm going to lose money. And that's probably where the defense comes from. But God, over time, like it's just you got one life to live. And this is I don't know. Is this how you want to do it? I guess for some people it is. It's worth it. I don't know. For me, it's not. I tried to just take every time this happens to me and double down the next time I list something of being even more honest. Because every time I've dealt with a seller who's brutally honest about every little piece of insert wear, every little under cabinet flaw, dirty, hey, one time I had a bulb out here, you know, every time I'm so comfortable buying from them. My guard is down. I'm almost like in a place of disbelief that people are this honest because I'm so used to either middling or dishonest. So for those out there who have been so honest, even if it means you lose two to $500, I strive to be like you. So thank you. Aside from the feedback on the Tron, there was quite a few people that enjoyed the neon Dale song at the end. Thank you again. Um, I guess I've inner spursed some neon dale music here or there in various episodes or i've used it for most of the stuff you hear that's not like something you know um has been neon dale so maybe i'll just start putting full songs at the end so if you want to listen to it feel free if not you know end it you know no harm no foul but that last song mist is on the album cosmic i'll use some stuff off cosmic and, and some demos anyway but we'll put something at the end today but before we get to that inevitable end let's bring in a couple of my favorite guests a couple of the most awesome pinball people there are. Two people that run Electric Bat Arcade in Arizona. One of the most popular, no shit and no lie, pinball arcades in the world. Rachel Bess and the man on the street himself, Kale Hernandez. What's up, fucks? Man on the street and this is my beat. Kale Hernandez. What's up, bro? Can you, like, get away from me? If you could yeah. just, like, get a little further away from the electronic equipment. All right. That would be great. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. You know we're recording, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to episode 29 <laughs> of the Pinball Party Podcast. The team is back. Introduce yourself. I'm Rachel. I, uh, I do electric bat arcade. That's true. You do so much more. Well, That's we're true. here to talk about pinball. Okay. Yeah, come on. Don't get, like, personal. We don't... 
My no time name for that is shit. Kale, and I am Rachel's assistant. <laughs> yeah. You. How much? She pays you very little. Hopefully. If at all. <laughs> I, get, I get free pinball. Nice, dude. It is a, it's, it's worth it. It's a system. Yeah. I guess it's worth it if you're playing a lot of JJP games because like a buck a play, right? Yeah, he's got keys to the machines. Are you supposed to pay him on top of that? Speaking of, not JJP, but speaking of the cost of pinball, yeah, we played a pinball tournament at our buddy's arcade, and for the first time in our life, we paid a dollar and a half for a game of pinball. What uh, bond or? It was, uh, uh, and it was the only one that cost this much. It was and is a Foo Fighters LE. A buck and a half? Buck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Dude, for sure figure it out. Figure it out. I would let you play mine for free if you fly here. Uh, <laughs> well, this I mean, is a, a better deal. It's a premium. Well, you've actually paid $1.50 before, but these are all card swipe places mm. and so you haven't noticed mm -hmm. before but i pointed it Rachel out this notices. time because i yeah. knew that that i had exactly the amount loaded on my card that i needed to play this tournament and then i saw that this was going to be a dollar fifty and that was going to throw my whole system off so i needed to get a match or something to uh Shit. to make it through which i did so we're good but good job. but this was buck fifty games that doesn't feel right not to me no, if I was on the receiving end, it would have felt great. But on the, right. uh, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my well, assistant Kale. <laughs> yeah, your assistant Kale has uh, got his head in the gutter. The people that don't know who the two of you are, because our listeners keep growing, thanks to everyone out there listening. Thanks to you guys for supporting the show and spreading it on social media and all that. Electric Bat Arcade in Tempe, Arizona. It's cool as shit. Popular as shit. Um, founded by Rachel Bess herself. And then her assistant, who she may or may not pay, uh, Kale Hernandez, has been on the show a couple times. And you've been on the show once before, Rachel, but we've been trying to get you back on. Um, I've been. Kale hasn't. So I'll let you guys you know, figure that out <laughs> together and, and fight about that. But no, thanks for joining. The first I've heard of that. Kale uh, uh, told me that there was any interest. <laughs> so yeah, you can't see it, but uh, that'll start something. We have a lot of feedback about when we're talking about like best earners on location. And I don't know. People want to hear that shit all the time. I asked Kale and he's like, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, cause he's your assistant. He thought, well, let's bring you on and talk about it um, this week. So if you don't mind, can we just juice right into it and talk about the top earners at electric bad arcade? And and for those who think like, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Trust me, they're, they're very busy. A lot of tournaments, very popular. Check them out on Instagram, social media. Um, I think your sample size is very um, probably comparable to, you know, pinball on location as a whole. So what is doing the best on location currently? We got a new record. Foo Fighters broke the previous record, which was Toy Story. Foo Fighters blew that away by a good 15%. Holy so shit. Foo Fighters Pro. Okay. Amazing. Like this, I, I couldn't believe. Uh, I mean, I could because I was emptying out the coin box a lot. Yeah. But Foo Fighters is really, uh, it, it and Godfather went in at the same time. And Godfather is also, if Foo Fighters hadn't been there, that would be just an amazing earner. Still is. Um, Foo Fighters is even better. So Godfather's a 10, Foo Fighters is an 11. 
Holy shit. And uh, since we were just talking about buck and a half a play, are they both, do they charge the same? Is Foo Fighters less? So they don't. That's kind of makes it even more interesting. All the Jersey Jack pins are straight dollar here. Okay. Uh, Foo Fighters is a dollar or three for two. So the Foo Fighters is actually a, a tiny bit cheaper and it is earning uh, a little bit more, which may be a factor. You know, people, just the psychology of being able to do th- three for two may make sure. people play that one over Godfather. I'm not sure. But um, those so are our two biggest earners. However, Godzilla Premium still right underneath that. Shit. So I think that's going to be the most interesting uh data to look at maybe in like three or four months is how is Foo Fighters holding up compared to Godzilla, which is still just earning just way more than I've ever seen a, a pin that's been out as long as it has earned. Yeah. Because even though it's number one, it's at the top of a lot of people's minds. When did that game come out? Two, three years ago at this point? Uh, it's been probably a year, year and a half. I... Shit, what has it been? Because it was... Uh, have your assistant uh, google it on the on the machine um get to work but yeah i oh, i'm not surprised about it's what's that it has been over a year because i'm looking at the data from what you've actually made on it for, yeah from before and uh, godzilla premium or pro this is premium yeah we have pro are. up at our flagstaff location okay um 2021 yeah, wow. Twenty-one. Yeah, that makes this even more spectacular. You guys are talking about the Stern Godzilla, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. got yeah, ask good. some questions. Imagine good. if it wasn't. Yes. Wow. We've really been what? tricking some people. Hey, come play Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. You'll love it. People uh, keep dropping money and trying to figure out, like, I've heard this was really, really good. But I just don't want to play it. Why do I keep putting money in this thing? Oh shit, Jason. What? We have an audio malfunction. Oh shit, can you fix it? Eat shit. Dude, just fix it. Okay, okay. Fine. Fixed. Nice. Good robot. Fuck you. Sorry, we were talking about me owning Foo Fighters. So you think I'll own the game... Okay, you said three months or longer? Sorry, I didn't catch that part. Over under is three months. Yeah, we say longer. Three months. And I, you know what? It might not leave. It's that good. It's that much fun. You might and, get a new house that would allow you to accommodate <laughs> a larger number of pins before you get the urge to get rid of this one. Fuck. You know, the house thing is kind of like either I have to have less pins to have a new house because money. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I get a new house and suddenly I'm just going to fill it with pinball machines. So I, but I think. I'm at least going to hold on to it until the expression light kits, hopefully, because fuck, man, that looks so good on the LE. And I think on Led Zeppelin, the expression lights were huge. On Rush, when I played, it was huge. I want to outlast the expression lights, but we'll see. Things things change by the minute in these parts. You can always put it on location. Which, which location? Just put it outside? Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. like, so, like a convenience store, right? Like, Just show up. Hey, yo, I'm going to put this here. It's heavy as fuck. Yeah. High school auditorium. <sighs> we played in LE, so we got to see the expression lighting in action. And yeah. it is, it's, it's fantastic. So that's a bummer. You guys have a pro. You can't put it in there if it comes out. 
get yeah, wrecked. Yeah, it does kind of suck, huh? Yeah. It's okay though. I, what do you, are we keeping the pro or are we going with the premium? I think I think we're probably going to keep the pro. I really like the pro. I like the premium too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. They're both so good. They're, this this is the first time where we're like, I don't know which one to go with. Because usually if, it's like we immediately know we're keeping the pro, and then we see the premium with uh, with Bond. We were lucky enough to play both the the pro and the premium at the same time at Expo, so we kind of we had a good feel for it, and we yeah. we decided to go with the the premium. But right here, we've played both of them. And we're like, man, we really don't know because they're both so good. I don't think I could go. I mean, I don't want to say like I couldn't go back to the pro, but I really like the upper play field. It's so simple. It's so just like, you know, it's fun to be up there and you're not up there long. The Do you pl- like Black Knight upper play field? No, I hate it. Fucking okay. hate it. I love the pro. Good. That is I, the correct answer. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> wanted to like the premium or the LE because Black Knight for me is probably one of my top three games. So I was like, oh shit, you know, the LE would be cool to like have it or play it. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't want to be, a, it's so big and boring and dumb. And, and, and even that, uh, that main shot of the game and a pro always comes right back to your right flipper and you can hit that ramp. It's so satisfying on the right. LE or premium. It goes up there and you got to fuck around on that, uh, gymnasium up top. Yeah. yeah. It's dumb as and hell. The shot, you know, to get it up top rejects a lot. Really? So on the ones that we that I've played. So check this out on the on the Foo Fighters premium layout upper play field, and I'm I'm wondering if this was just because the the one we played was completely flat. Um, I was able to trap the ball in the upper play field with the flipper. Mm, mm-hmm. Can you do that on yours? Yes, I believe. Okay. Shit, have I? I know it's. I think so. Shit, that's a good question. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. I know for, I, I say that because I know for sure, like when it's rolling back down, you can't like get the, with the tip of it and like keep it up there. Cause it's like, if, when it's going down, it's going down, but mm-hmm. trapping it. I think so. I think you can trap it. Okay. But when you that start getting cool. it, fucking whipping it around that fucker. Oh, that, that was very cool. Yeah. Good time. I, I like it. I'm gonna have to go pay a dollar fifty to play. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if, $8 in gas to get out there. Yeah. Worth it. If Foo Fighters, okay, so in order of doing best right now, it's Foo Fighters, Pro. Foo Fighters, Pro. Godfather. Godfather. Godzilla Premium. Okay. Toy Story. Oh, shit. It's still hanging in there. It's hanging in there, but it dropped off almost 50%. So we got the huge, uh, Toy Story did so well because this was the only Toy Story, I believe, in the state on location. So, you know, any of the hundreds of pinball players, Oh, thousands, hundreds of thousands. Sorry, you had a little stroke and finish the sentence. But. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's so many people that wanted to play that and hadn't got a chance to, and it has been out for a while. Uh, and we just put it on location, you know, what was that, three months ago, two or three months ago. And so the first month and two months it did, it, it just blew up the coin box. And now it's still earning very, very well, but not Godzilla well. Foo Fighters Pro. Godfather, Godzilla, Toy Story. What are your order of like if you were to play the four of them? Would you would you rank them? Um, right now, there's because I still have some newness there. I would choose Foo Fighters, Godzilla, Godfather, Toy Story. So pretty close. Just God. Okay. How about you, Kale? 
Uh, that that is the order: Foo Fighters, Godfather, Godzilla, Toy Story. That so yours is different than mine. Slightly yeah. different. Yeah, she want Godzilla over. Okay. Wow. Probably yeah. Another spreadsheet. That's. No, that's what the position is. <laughs> I um yeah, I'd be the same. Shit, uh, I'd be the same as Rachel. Uh, I've only played Godfather one and a half times though, so. I, I, mm. Godfather is amazing, and I I look forward to playing it more whenever um whenever I have a chance, whenever that may be. But I really want to like get sucked into it and, and have the time where there's like nobody around me and nobody like I don't need to do anything. So that's Foo Fighters and Godzilla are much easier for me to play, and you know it's it's not as none of those are as immersive, and so it lets you play them without that focus. What do you think would happen if you bought a second Foo Fighters? Well, I mean, we did that with Bond. Uh, oh, yeah. if, we bought, if we bought a premium, we would have them side by side here and then take the Pro up to the Flagstaff location. And I think it would earn... I think the premium and the Pro would earn the same here. Yeah. I don't think... Uh, because I, they're both so good. Mm-hmm. And there aren't people saying, God, I wish you had that upper play field. The right. same way that people say that about Godzilla. I wish that building went up and down or the bridge broke. Or something. Mm. Um, I guess for me in the home, sometimes in the Godzilla building, I'm like, hurry the fuck up. Jesus. Oh, thank you. I have a hot take, and I don't know if you want it now, about why the Pro is better than the premium. I yeah, I'll take it. Give me it. Give me the take. Do you want it? Okay, so I I was playing. We we have the Godzilla Premium. We love it. Everybody loves the Premium. All the fans love it. But we we went up north to uh, Electric Bat Flagstaff, and I had to do some work on the Godzilla Pro, and so I started playing it. And I hadn't played it in a while. I did I did play it at a tournament at Atomic Age Modern, and they have the Pro, and I, and I absolutely blew it up. In, in the tournament, what I put like... You did well. Like five, 500 million or something. Anyway, which is incredible for me. I was I was like shaking and blown away that I did <laughs> have that. You, um, <laughs> have you not gotten a billion on Godzilla? Are you not in the Billy Club? No, I think I'm like my highest is maybe 700 or something. Okay. Yeah, you got to um, get in that Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I'm playing the pro after I fixed it and cleaned it up. And I was like, man, this is so good. Why is, is it, is it so good? First of all, you're going to save some money. You're going to, how much money? Like 15 like two grand. Two grand. You're going to save two grand if you go with the pro. Second, the shots are all exactly the same besides the building flip-flopping the shots, right? All, all the other shots yeah. are basically the same, but you don't have the turntable. But that, that shot's still there with the spinner for the Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. This is the most important part for me. When, when you're trying, like the destruction jackpot, you know, that shot, right? Yep. Upper, upper flipper. I was able to keep it in that loop forever because... The, the view is not obstructed where, you know, with the bridge and all that stuff. You can actually see the ball coming around so you can time the shot perfectly. Uh, so that, that's another plus. Uh, um, and uh, another plus by getting the pro is you don't get that unreliable feed from the building on the multi-ball. Every, yeah. playing. You remember when people that first started playing this game, where the ball supposed to go? You didn't know until... You know, Keith came on a podcast and said it's supposed to hit the tip of the left flipper so that everybody was adjusting their game uh, for that. 
Um, yes, the and the building, and like you just said, the 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 building during multi-ball slows the action down. You don't get that with the pro. You get you get quick action. So have I sold you? Uh, I was kind of already sold because the first time I had a Godzilla was after I took a break from pinball. I came back in it. I was like, what's fuck's happening? Reached out. Someone said, just find a Godzilla and get it. I'm like, okay, what? So I went and pro was the first one I could find. I got it home. I was like, oh, this game's pretty great. My favorite shot on the pro was the right spinner because it's that kind of like little mini yes. hook it's spinner. Yeah. And I, it was like, oh, I could hit it over and over. And I don't know. I just, I just really liked that shot. And I remember... But people on the internet and podcast, premiums of shit. You got to have a premium, fucking premium. So like, I don't know, six months, a year later, I got a premium. I'm like, all right, cool. And I, I understood the building lock thing. And yeah, the shots are identical, but I don't like the, I mean, the, the shot is easier on the premium, the big spinner that ramps up to the Mechagodzilla. But I don't know, something about it not changing on the pro. I liked it was always a shot. It was always consistent. You can just kind of keep hitting that spinner over and over to get Mechagodzilla to start. Versus on the premium, it changes and you have to hit that shield and all that shit. And then, yeah, you see the building collapse a few times and you're just like hitting both flippers. Like, hurry the fuck up. Just come on. Just I want to play the game. I don't. Dent, right. Dent, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Fuck. Like, can I get a soda or something or a pop, depending on where you live? Come on, guy. But for me, it's a. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're giving we're giving the premium a guy. Yeah, come on, guy. It's not like I'm the building's <laughs> falling down and I'm calling people. Everyone, come in here. Kids, grandkids, look at the building. Everyone fucking jizz over this thing. It's so incredible. Look at that fucking... No one gives a shit. I'm standing by myself, like, wasting five seconds of my life. Gone. Five seconds of my entire life, gone because of that fucking building. So no offense. I like the pro. I like them equal, but um, right. I can see why Like, I, I could throw the premium off of a building. You know what I mean? Well, I yeah. mean, there's a few things just from our side on the premium that we've had to fix that we wouldn't have had to fix on the pro, which is kind of why they make the pro. So you don't have to fix those things. Some of them were just um, on the bridge, some screws falling out. No big deal. Um, but there was we did have a bracket on the building break and have to be rewelded. So oh. we had to disassemble a lot to take that out and go uh, weld it and then put it back in. So those things are always stuff that um, that I th like to think about whenever we're making that decision. Upper play fields, some of them are great and not hard to work on, and some of them, uh, <coughs> Halloween, are <laughs> are just like terrors. Like, why would anyone build this this way? Um, so but Godzilla, it seems like it has a, uh, the Godzilla Premium has enough of a um, reputation that people probably seek out the premium maybe though right so it's kind of I mean, a... they're both so good they're both great yeah yeah similar to Foo Fighters where like and Jurassic Park they all are kind of like they're both great I don't know I say that and I don't even mean it it's weird like the most fun I've ever <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I saying oh shit shit <laughs> when but when I had a Jurassic Park Pro I played it more because it was cheaper and I was like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? Whatever. And it was routed. So I kind of didn't have any investment in it. I don't know what it was. It was a psychological thing. But the fucking Raptor gate is such a difference on Jurassic Park to me. They're like, they should just make a, a, an in-between model for a grand more. The moving T-Rex had similar to the building. I don't give a shit. It moves. Skip it. Right. Fuck off. Just get out of here. But that Raptor gate, shit. 
to me, that is the biggest game changer in the premium. Is it worth two grand? Apparently to me. Um, yeah, I would love that middle of the road uh, Jurassic Park because almost every tournament we've played in, there's been some type of malfunction with the T-Rex the head catching the ball. Yeah, and it's not as consistent where like if it's flinging around i mean it's cool I, I like the kind of randomness but sometimes it doesn't catch it in the mouth so then it drains and you're starting um multi-ball already and it's like i don't know what i'm really looking for is man could i just get extra models that i have to choose between like three wasn't enough let's make it four <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> well what if yeah L- well let's take away the super le's that should cost 20 grand let's take away the <laughs> pins no offense to Jack Danger or whoever or Gomez. Is that who designed the other one? They're, they're fine, but take those shits away. Make a middle of the road pro in the premium. Because now the price difference is, what is it? Well, I guess it's, it is three grand or no. What is it? Two grand? I think it's about two grand. It's still two grand. Two grand, like objectively seems like too much for some of the difference in some of the games. Maybe that's. Well, let's, let's just do it a la carte. Why not? Like, Ooh, just design okay. your own. Let's yeah. hope that there's some code that would work for whatever mm-hmm. thing you've chosen. <laughs> yeah. Like, these well, things aren't great enough. We Like, you know what? I'd really like to fine-tune that thing you worked on, and, like, you're the professional, and you well, can do it. And everyone on Pinside knows how the code <laughs> should be written anyways. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, new model, Stern. Um, it starts at $0. The cabinet is like $1,000. You want a play field, there's two more grand. You want some flippers, there's 50 bucks. Let's just build it ourselves. Code, pick your coder. You want Ray Day, um, uh, wow. Montano. Cool. Yeah, how many voices do you want? You, you know, you want to complain about Goldblum not being in it? Pay the extra <laughs> like five grand and you can get Goldblum. You, you go to, to sternpinball.com and there's a bunch of drop down windows. Yeah. Which, which art do you want? I think we're starting something here. Well, I think Shit. people would complain about the drop-down windows, too. Those probably wouldn't be implemented <laughs> yeah, right, properly. Right, right. Do, yep. do you want Dirty Donnie yeah. or, or yeah. Zombie Yeti? I don't yeah. like the font. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want another uh, income hot take? Uh, of course I do. Please. Check this out. So, Dolly, like the old 1978, 79, 8, whatever it is, Bally. Talking blonde, big. The old, old. Dolly. Dolly machine that mm-hmm. makes more than uh, a lot of the WPC machines. Why? And that's on fifty cent play. The WPCs are on seventy five cents, and it still earns more. People love that game. I think this speaks to theme because it's not like the gameplay is fun. I love it. You know, Kale and I are both just classic Bally people. We we love those games, but random folks that don't really know how to play pinball that just came you know to check it out to them dolly versus say black knight which is right next to it they don't know what the fuck a black knight is like what is that gonna do but dolly you recognize it and it's people look for it oh my god i heard there was a dolly here that's straight. So maybe to the pinball community, but if I'm thinking of your average Joe or Jane coming into a pinball, like just some, hi, my name's, my name's Steve. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm from, I'm from Texas. I don't fucking know. What am I doing? A fucking accent here. He comes in. I would think they'd go to Black Knight because he's like, I'm a badass, right? I'm fucking Steve. No, I, Steve I, from Texas goes to Dolly. That's uh, my point. Like, really? Um, <clears throat> it, and also probably like all the Stephanies from Texas, maybe more importantly, ha. are going to Dolly. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so, so the Stephanie. I was looking over. I was looking over some earnings and stuff, and uh, Dolly is a solid, solid earner for us. I've never played Dolly. I've seen it in person, and I'm like, I don't want to play it because, unlike Steve, I'm badass, and I'd play the Black Knight Dolly. I'm like, nah. You know, she's a wonderful singer, and you know, whatever. But I'm. I want to. I want to watch her. I want to hear her. I don't. I mean, it, there's not callouts, right? No, like, it's just chimes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So are you saying Dolly is like after Toy Story level? No, no, no. Okay. No. no. Just surprisingly but it's, up there. It's it's probably Creature from the Black Lagoon level? Dang. Maybe. Maybe a little below that, but not much. It's it's certainly better than like T2. Okay. Um Steve, get with it, man. Go play it's Black earned, Knight. It earns Go play more T2. than System 11s. That I can, I can see that. Can I ask you a question that you're completely not prepared for, and hopefully we don't get a minute of dead air? Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, yeah, everyone, strap in. It's going to get awkward and silent. Uh, when you get a game, let's just use a stern. Let's say it's costs you sixty five hundred. I don't know. It costs you sixty five hundred for a stern pro, right? It's a little less than MSRP, maybe. How long historically does it take to like for you to the payoff? Sure, thank you. It really depends on the game. Some hmm. of them will t- take a very long time, but less than a year, more than three months. Dang. That's pretty pretty good. Across the board. So pretty, pretty, pretty Godzilla good. much faster. Godzilla was yeah, th- three three to f- three to six months. Um Wow. Yeah, I don't have these numbers off the top of my head, but I do pay attention to that. Right. And I know that some of them, I'm looking at it thinking like, okay, so I've spent this much time. I've spent this much money like maintaining it. It's been on location for this long. It should have paid itself off by now. Um, and some of them just have issues. Like when we got our uh, House of Horrors, that was one of the very first machines made of those. It was one of the one of the demos at Expo one of the first 10 machines off the line. So, you know, you're, you're taking the trade off of having it first, but also all of the learning curve at the factory. Mm. So that game we had a lot of issues with. And so it was down a lot for the first little bit till, till all that got sorted out. So it took a lot longer to pay off. Um, So So are are those games considered prototypes? Because I've heard, when when we were working with the Stern guys, I heard them call them prototypes. Yeah, that one's definitely a prototype. Yeah. <laughs> it had shit in it that was that was a disaster. But we we were so happy to have it because I, I mean I love the game. It just took a lot of a lot of um, kind of getting that one to to work how it should. Thinking ahead, is Foo Fighters Pro like what? What is even going to need to be fixed on that? Like exactly, it's. Right. I mean, maybe the up kicker. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, you always have you'll always have wires break on coils like, you know, solder, sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But but as far as actual mechs. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Like the fork, the up down forks underneath the overlord, maybe. But I don't know. Plastic the spinner popped out, but we put it back in. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hearing the spinner <laughs> popping out is like a thing. Because ours popped out during a tournament, 
And then I read somewhere on, on social media, some other people were having problems with the spinner popping out, but man, that's just bending a little metal to get it back in there. That's what she said. The On the Pro, because, uh, you know, I'm elitist and only have the premium. Yeah, not a big deal, but is there a magnet inside the Overlord? Like that? No. Yeah. I thought there was. So it, like, I, moves it around? I, yeah, I think so. I, think I don't know. So. I don't. I don't believe there is because the first time I noticed it was when we played the LE and I was like, oh shit, there's a magnet in there. It'll be like, fuck you, I got your ball and it moves it around. Right. Um, well, there's plenty of people in their car screaming like, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> but we love you. Thanks for thanks for listening. And and, and you, <laughs> I should start sharing with you guys the, the emails that come in that correct little points. Like, yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I'm like, what do you want me to say back to you? You're right. Have an errata section at the end of each podcast. Here's the shit I fucked up on the last podcast. You know what? That that insert is actually two millimeters to the right. Yeah. Put on some sexy music and just. Yeah. yeah. But I'm guilty okay. about. I do yell at the the radio a lot. Well, it's okay to yell, but I mean, email in to make sure they know <laughs> I'm you're right. Not gonna message you about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just know I'm judging you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> All right. Speaking of judging you and people that suck shit, I often do figure it out, as you know. Figure it out. I got to imagine that there is types of customers you may have. Now, you, all the money is the same, same color, same, you know, no judgment. But there's got to be certain customers or clientele that you have that, like, don't quite have it figured out. Um is there any like that that come into the arcade? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's always people that you like more than other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Right. I think the the first figure it out customers is uh, putting other arcades tokens in our machines. Oh, yes. Ah. Uh, like... And they really, some of them really don't think it's a big deal, but Rachel will explain why. Yeah, so they think I've paid for this token, so I can use it, whether it's at the arcade I paid for it at. Or a car wash. Or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we love having tokens. I don't want to switch to a card system. I like the, the, the tactile. I like dropping tokens into machines. I like everything sure. about it. Um, I like having a token that I can look at and says electric bat arcade or wherever I am. Um, so we do that, but there are also other arcades that have that same feeling. And so there's a lot of arcades that use the same size tokens. So it'll work. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, unfortunately, yes, they will work, but you're really screwing over the location by doing that because first of all, you didn't buy that token from me. You're just putting it in my game. So at best, it's one of my games and you're playing for free. Yeah. But if it's one of like our buddy Mark's games, he's got some games here and I'm paying him a cut. Oh. Then I am now paying for your game that you're putting in, that you're playing. And then also people are like, well, I've already paid for it, so it doesn't really matter. But the the financial part of a token is let's say it cost me between 16 and 18 cents to get that token that you pay 25 cents for it 
really kind of needs to be recycled through the arcade a certain number of times before that the token itself pays right. off. Um, considering how much money gets just put into maintaining the machines, all the stuff, you know, running a business costs. So there's a multitude of reasons why it's really, really important if you care about the arcades you're going to and you want them to stay in business to use their tokens at their arcade. Figure it out. I, I, no offense. No, maybe offense. I mean, who... I, I, I really can't even... So it really, it just, it doesn't even register with most people because we'll, we'll even get good friends of ours who are like, dirt, we just got here. We just came back from a Florida trip. And then after the tournament's over and we're sorting tokens, there's like $20 worth of tokens from some Florida arcade. And, but uh. they, but they're like, they're super nice people. They support the arcade and, and, and usually very wealthy people. And then and then they they do this. It, it really just doesn't click that it's a a bad thing to do. And there's a lot of so there's so many arcades out here that people are playing a tournament on Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and those are all different tokens. So they just have like a bag that is my arcade tokens mm. without thinking to sort it. And I understand it's a pain in the ass to have like your electric bat bag, your you know all the other arcade token sure. bags, but just like. It is really important from a business owner's side. There's, you know, there's not really a way I can enforce it other than just asking you politely to please um, not dick me over. Yeah. Me- and, and as a fan of arcades and classic arcades, uh, you know, if this keeps happening, that's that's why people go to the card system, which sucks. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's you a big know? investment. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're asking I, nicely I, I, for people I to. I think it's forty thousand dollars. I think it, for our grade, uh, we'd be looking at about forty thousand dollars to put it in. Plus, you'd be destroying a bunch of old, you know, solid state coin doors to implement it. Like, there's just so many reasons why mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Right. Okay. Well, for all those that do it, figure it out. You know. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? So, or is well, everyone else great? Okay. Something else. Okay. Next, we have. During tournaments, not respecting IFPA rules oh. and getting and getting into argue when it's very clear stuff, and then they'll get into arguments with Rachel about why they don't think it's right, and she's just like, "That's the rules." Yeah, I mean, you play somebody else's ball. Sorry, you're DQ. Like, there's there's not it's not a gray area. There's not room yeah. for me to make a call for you to like make an argument, plead your case. That like it's you played somebody else's ball. You are DQ'd for this round. Don't, and not just me, like people argue, I see it all the time. We Anywhere you go and play a tournament, somebody really, really doesn't want to di- get disqualified or whatever the rule is, especially if it, the, the very obvious ones like that, that everybody knows it's announced before every tournament, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, don't, um, don't yell at the TD, mm. whether that's me or anybody else over something td being tournament tournament director yeah okay don't yell at the tournament director they are just following the rules set out for us we would love for you to not you know have to be disqualified but you just you you got to follow the rules figure it out a lot of the stuff is very like common sense but if you get a couple beers in somebody a lot of you know the common sense level goes right. down sometimes just you know you're very emotional you're you're invested in this tournament you're doing really really well i was in first place but then 
I played player three's ball and now I'm going to not be in first place. That's the beauty of alcohol. You know, it just turns people into great humans. You get in car crashes, you die, your liver gets fucked. Alcohol. This is where we, where we look for the <laughs> weed it. sponsor. Like, where, where's your marijuana uh, sponsor? Uh, uh, we're sponsored by Coors Light uh, and Bud Light, surprisingly, both at the same time. Uh, yeah, so get your Bud Light here at the Pinball Party Podcast. Uh, yeah, do you guys have any on the other side of the fence? You have to have customers that you, that you enjoy. Or they oh, all, uh, tons. 100%. Yes, basically all of them. These mm-hmm. are the outliers. Very small percentage. And we do have those on the list. We we had one more. Oh, give me give me some trash. One yeah, more. Yeah. Don't get into the good stuff. Uh, the, most importantly, abusing the machines, throwing the machines around. Um, well, you got some strong motherfuckers in there tossing machines around. You got some huge dudes. <laughs> yeah, that are fucking machines up. Ten thousand dollar <laughs> machines. And because recently we just had to fix a Batman sixty six cabinet. The entire cabinet split from people uh, nudging. I, I, I think it's more that than, sounds a more lot than more than a nudge. Yeah, what are they? Yeah, oh, we it's had, the cocaine. Right, the cocaine. Hell <laughs> of a drug. Yeah, yeah. but we <laughs> yes, were able to is. repair it and and put uh, bra- braces on the inside of it and got it. The corners. Yep. Or, yeah. 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 It yeah. just makes you sad. Like whenever you see people have a bad ball, slam their fists on the lockdown bar, it, you just like cringe or punch the glass. Like, why are you doing that? Why? Like, don't kick the leg. Don't kick the coin door. Mm-hmm. Don't slam your fists on the machine. Like, there's just no reason for that. I am going to go to your house and uh, take a shit start. on the couch. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. I'm going to go over to your house and whenever like we're playing board games and something doesn't right. go my way, I'm just yeah. going to... Turn everything upside down and step on some of the pieces. Or mm-hmm. we'll just have a candy dish full of Xanax for everybody <laughs> so they can uh, Xanax calm the fuck down the and figure it out. Let's party. Okay, uh, I lied because I have one more bad one. And <laughs> this, this, this actually fucks with us more than anything. Oh. <laughs> Changing the level of the machines when we're not around. Figure it out. Who does that? We oh don't know. We, we need to check the cameras. And it's been happening for several months. So you're saying more than just like someone's like, oh, this is way off. Let me just level it a yeah. little bit. You're well, saying it, like- they, they will jack up the front legs so they can, I guess, they think they can make the ramps easier. And and we, we used to notice it on, on the high score games because we used to do a monthly high score tournament. And... We would come check the legs, and they would be all jacked up because they think they can get a higher score like that. Well, enjoy your outlane, you know, drains. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, what sucks is, I mean, we don't know to look at that stuff. So we'll start a tournament, and then you know, I don't, I don't know. Godzilla is like jacked up and completely flat, and people are like, <laughs> "Did you guys change something?" Uh, because of course the players can. No, Steve that. did. He was fucking playing Dolly Parton. Came in. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. NBD man, just play it. And, you know? and me, yeah. Hey, on on that note, anyone who's shipping games, also put the fucking levelers back in there. Because I've gotten games here where it's like you know it's out two inches. So like your pivot point is this little tiny fucking screw with two hundred pounds of wood on top of it. Like right, it's happened three times. Same thing. Yep. Yeah, I actually do look at the front legs now, but yeah, people. If, if something is in fact not level, and we do a pretty good job of keeping things level. Ooh, can uh, I ask you? We have the digital levelers. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. 
You yeah. get like the circle bubble one or what? what? No, we don't. We don't use the circle bubble one. We use the one that actually tells it's us. It's a Klein. It's a Klein. It's yeah, a, a little little yeah. orange. Uh, it's you like invested a, in a nice one. Yeah, so it'll tell us to a I mean, tenth it is, of a degree. Right, it's exact, and we got it from Shit. our our good buddy Jack Danger uses it. That's who turned us on to it. Okay, and I, and I will tell you this: using that thing's a lot of fun. Because 98% of the time when somebody says a game is not level, it is level. Um, there, there, was like, there are like two guys that play here. When they say it's not level, I'll actually go and, okay, it's def- I, you know, I'll bring the tools and everything and we'll get it level. But 98% of the time, and I think it's just somebody having a bad ball. No, nobody has okay. a fantastic ball. It's a billion on Godzilla and it goes, that's unlevel. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, they they have a shit ball and then they go oh it's obviously the machine <laughs> they well they nudge it they kick the fucking coin door right. yeah. raise right. the legs right. yeah, yeah yeah thanks Steve so okay those are that's part of our day is is just going around and looking to make sure that things are pitched properly and level side to side and uh, side note I looked it up Foo Fighters Pro does not have the Overlord magnet you you guys were correct. Whoa! I, I, I was correct. I, you were, I, yeah, yeah. The assistant. I, I was correct. You were yeah, correct. Yeah. Kale was correct. Thank Got you. it. Recorded it. New ringtone. And uh, interesting. And, and I don't want to beat up on on customers because no, this is really such a small. This is yeah, less a than small 1%. percentage. Yeah. Like uh, the people we have here are the best. I, they really are. We've made some of the best friends that we have. Just uh, people that come through the arcade. We have so many great people helping us out. Um, stopping people from doing dumb shit when we're not here. Mm. Um, people that'll stop fights. People that'll help oh, you yeah. with the level. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We've got some some big dudes here that if you start <laughs> acting up, they're gonna walk over and. You've you've heard about the bat? Come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard about. I see. Uh, I often see a guy either from uh, Instagram or Twitch. Tattoo guy. Who's who's tattoo guy? Ty. Ty. That, that's a Ty Bull. Yeah, he Face is. Face tattoos. Yeah. He's the one you're talking about. He yeah, is yeah. awesome. He is here more than we are. And and it's so great because he will send me text messages. I'll wake up to text messages from him because he's he's playing all of the games. He knows how they're supposed to play. And I will wake up and there'll be two or three messages because he'll be here till 2 a.m. playing. And he's like, hey, there's a ball stuck here on Iron Maiden. Um you know, uh, and so and so, so on and so forth. Yeah, you may want to check like this flipper starting to get weak on this yeah. game type thing. He's dating one of the bartenders here now. Yeah, which is extra awesome. Yeah, for we us. love that. So he he's here all the time, and he is, and he, again, he's become a very close friend through the arcade. Mm-hmm. Just a great guy, really, really nice. But if you're fucking around on a machine, and this dude walks up to what is he like six five or something? <laughs> right, like fuck. You're, if he says, hey, man, would you please not do that? You're like, I want to see the person that's like, fuck you, man. I'll do right. what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck you, man. Like, cocaine yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Right. So. And, and a big shout out to a lot of the players that we don't even know who leave us messages. Uh, Rachel has a clipboard uh, right right when you enter the, the arcade and you write down questions, comments, and they really help us out, uh, you know, keeping track of all the issues with the machines. Just as if anything needs to be fixed, write it here. Wow. I would recommend to any arcade owner, please do that because the people playing the machines 
like right now we have 60 machines on the floor. Kayla and I can't possibly know about every single switch on every single game. But if you tell us that something is wrong, I guarantee you we'll look at it the next day and fix it. So that's really helped us keep everything in in great, great shape. So that that's a big thank you to the people that play here. I love that you have uh, a clipboard or something because not only will it, it gives someone a chance to do that. I've never actually seen that anywhere. But sometimes, and even me, like I'll notice something wrong. I don't necessarily want to go tell. So I don't like, does this person work here? It's not like they're wearing, I mean, you guys have electric bat, fucking cool ass shit, but does that guy work here? I don't want to be insulting and like, hey, guy, you look like you work here, but I don't fucking know. Jabroni is this ball. And I'll be like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Um, so a lot of people think it's an insult too. Like if, yeah. if you come up and, and tell me, but no, we like yeah. really, really appreciate it. As long as you're not like, you know, crazy rude or something. But yeah, if you let us know that something, even if it's just like, Hey, I'm not sure, but you may want to look at this. We appreciate that. Like, just please, please let people know. People want to know. We, we want to take care of our machines and we want them to, to play great. Shout out to, um, actually doc Monday. I was playing a star Trek pro locally. This is like a month and a half ago. Um, the star Trek pro I was playing was not in great condition, but, the one to the left of it, I think it was Attack from Mars, even worse condition, barely worked. But the couple playing it, you could tell, like, either never played pinball or this is the first time, you know, hitting both flippers the whole time over and over. A ball got stuck, um, UFO or whatever, and you could hear them just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And Doc Monday came down. He's, like, watching me play or something. He's kind of looking. And you could tell they were just going to let it be because, like, I don't want to tell anyone. I don't know what to say. I don't want to come across as assaulting. Maybe I did something wrong. And he's like, oh, hey, uh, heads up. And I think he went and told someone, you know, to, to help him out. Unfortunately, that place doesn't even have the fucking keys and they don't even open the glass. I'm like, <laughs> it's a joke. But um, yeah, I, I know a lot of people that won't say anything to your point. Like uh, they feel like they're insulting or they just don't, you know, for lack of a better phrase, have the guts to say it. Nothing against them. But it's like, do I either want to waste my time or just move on with my day? You know, but if you have some like, something uh, a clipboard or a number you can text or a facebook or something just send a message you know yeah a lot of like oh i'm so so sorry this drop target broke like man i'm i'm really i feel bad i broke your game nope this is a metal ball and it's hitting a plastic drop target every once in a while it's gonna break it in half so like people should not feel bad about that if they're playing the game how it's supposed to be played shit's gonna break yeah yeah, and if anything, you guys would be the ones apologetic, like, oh, so sorry, you know, you pay. maybe not to the people who gave you Florida coins. Fuck them. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. Get oh, did it break? That sucks. Stuff, you know, pinball machines break a lot. All of them. New ones, old ones. They all break. Yeah. Physics. Fuck. Maybe not Foo Fighters, though. I don't think that'll break. Well, I mean, even from time to time, there's going to be like a solder, a wire that becomes unsoldered, breaks, like Mm -hmm. just simple stuff, stuff that takes you three minutes to fix. Um, It's just (laughs) vibration stuff banging around. It just breaks. Please. Um, (laughs) My assistant, Kale, here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Vibrating, banging around. Yeah, man. Thanks. Well, thanks for sharing all the the money info, the, the earners. I, I want to keep track for sure on this Foo Fighters. Let's say, all right, so if your bet on me is that, does one of you have over three months and under three months on Foo Fighters? We both have over. Shit. Okay, so let's see. So we're about a weekend. So I got, Jesus, that's a tall order. You guys don't know who you're talking to. Three fucking months. 
Holy shit. That's basically forever for you. Yeah, like yeah. uh I'm gonna be going through withdrawals of having this game after three. Like, yeah, I can't hold on to it any longer. Just take it. I'll just give it away. Um okay, three months. Need to find other spaces for other new games. Hmm. I'm trying we'll see. Alright, so if, if you have three months for me on Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. When will the next game take over Foo Fighters? Or or let's say Godzilla. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, um, I'll I also think say Fighters three months. Day ahead of Godzilla. I think it's going to be a three months. It'll still be hmm. ahead, but I, I think that they're going to remain neck and neck for a while. I think they're both just fun games to play. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Kale? So August. I concur. August. It'll still be going. What do you think the next thing to, well, let's say that the rumored game is true, the next game, Venom from uh, Stern. Let's say that's the game. I think that has a pretty good theme. Uh, that could maybe kick it in its ass a little bit, maybe. For a month, a new game is always going to, if the first month you put it out on the floor, it's always yeah. going to do really, really well. And then you see the taper from everybody just, you know, you want to play it, you want to try it out. But what what are the games that stick? What, Godzilla, what, apparently. What will Holy be shit. interesting is the the next game we're scheduled to have is Galactic Tank Force. <laughs> now, yeah. Yeah. This should be good. Ask me about yeah. when that game pays itself Yeah, off. after a month of that Whenever game, I... <laughs> I would like to see if it even comes close to Foo Fighters. I don't... Or if you even enjoy playing it. There's also that. Yeah, I, so, yeah. We, are really, we are really curious about that. I figure, like, worst case scenario, we'll keep it until it earns a few thousand dollars, and then we'll sell it. Mm. And or trade it back in towards the next game, break even, make a little bit. So I'm not I'm not nervous about getting it. I'm very interested. Um, That's the right but, attitude. So <laughs> we're very interested. This is the first game we've ordered, and we don't keep calling the distributor asking him where it is. <laughs> yeah. I usually I'm like, so I hear these are shipping. When, you know, when is is ours coming? This week or this yeah. week? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't even want it. It doesn't come till October or October of next year. We're totally fine. But I'm, I am really curious to play it and to see how other people, um, what other people's reactions are to it. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it could do well. It could and, do very well. And on the uh, American pinball front, we 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 made a trade recently. Oh, we, yeah. We, we used pulled to, a Jason. We used to have Good. Hot Wheels. Good. Uh-huh. We had, and we enjoyed Hot Wheels. Everybody here uh, had a lot of fun with Hot Wheels. But One of the most well-built machines ever made. Yeah. We had uh, almost zero problems with it. Um, we made a trade. So somebody offered us a, a trade that we couldn't refuse for no uh, a beautiful no fear. Okay. We did it. And now we have no fear in the arcade. No fear plus cash. No, yeah. no fear plus cla- cash, right? Uh, and man, what a fantastic game! I've only played No Fear at uh, uh, conventions, so this is the first time I'm actually sitting back and and playing it a, a, a long time. And what man, was the I, reason? Was it was Hot Wheels not earning, or it was just like a opportunity? Or? It was all a big accident, and well, she'll explain. <laughs> okay. No. No fear has been on my want list for a while, but okay. it's just kind of been not like a hardcore want. It's like, man, you know, I'd really, I've, I enjoy this game. It's fun. I'd like to have it. I think other people will like it too. Hot Wheels, um, casual players love it. Tournament players don't. Um, so it was kind of, you know, we were 
thinking about maybe um, just swapping it out temporarily. We were going to move it up to Flagstaff. I pulled it off the floor, and then one of our tournament players mentioned it, and then one of my buddies who does not like playing Hot Wheels in tournaments said, uh, why don't you trade her for that No Fear? He knew that they had a very nice No Fear. I hadn't seen this particular No Fear, so I was just told, hey, it's in good shape. I'm like, okay, fine, let's let's do it. So, so it was basically um, another player that just didn't enjoy playing Hot Wheels that made made the made the trade happen, and I'm I'm Hell very, very grateful. Yeah, is this? So we went and picked up this No Fear, and it is beautiful, like brand new, uh, color DMD, mirror blades. Fancy speakers. Or flipper fidelity speakers, yeah. Um, wow. Plus cash. Plus cash. For so, a Hot Wheels that's been used. It's a Hot Wheels that's been used. I mean, it's, And it's, rented it's, out. For, yep. To we that. our money on that Hot Wheels. NFL dude. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, wow. it was... And they really wanted a Hot Wheels. So it wasn't um, this particular... Like this No Fear had been a gift to this guy's wife. And she did not like No Fear, but she did like Hot Wheels. So it was oh. her. Basically, it came down to, to her decision, and she she but did it, the trade. It wasn't just any Hot Wheels. We outfitted it with the Mario Kart Hot Wheels. Yeah, this cars. is Hot Wheels Mario Kart. It was it was really dope. Probably the coolest Hot Wheels out there. So get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. That that's the way I like to do it. Like I get something. Oh, this is the best fucking thing. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gone. Mason School. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, any last words from the uh, Electric Bat Arcade fine folk in Tempe? What, what are you guys doing? You got tournaments coming up? Tomorrow. We'll have about 100 people here for our Tuesday night league. Cool. So if anyone wants to go back in time, roughly two to three days, go check out that tournament a couple days ago. Uh, but see, guess see what? Well There's another one next, to, like every hey, Tuesday. So every Tuesday? No matter when you're, if you're listening to this in 2025, Tuesday at 630. Be there. Be there. There'll be a no fear, most likely. Yeah. I I tend to hang on to games. I can count the number of games I've sold probably on, on two to three hands. For someone that, and I own, I don't know, 60 something. I've done that this year. I know. It's the, like I, but I also have a place where I can put 60 machines right. on the floor or 75 if you include Flagstaff. So. Okay. Your numbers head. are much better than mine mm. my my games don't earn nearly as much as yours do either um, <laughs> mine are usually at about like zero to like zero in that range you know but i like your idea of putting a game in some random school auditorium it sounds like <laughs> dolly is the game to do it i'll get a dolly for, for all the Steves in Georgia. I don't fucking know. Where's Dolly from? Buy, buy some player quality machines. Just stop, <laughs> yeah. stop getting all the, the super fancy. If someone touches it with a ring on it, I'm going to get, you know, sad yep. about it. Or, you know, sells me a Tron. It's not as described and I get jammed in the ass. Yeah, something like that. That's what I'm going to stop doing. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining, everyone. Go check out Electric Bat on Instagram, on Facebook, in real life. Tuesdays and every other day. You guys are open like 24-7 type shit, right? Basically, we're open 27. We're open 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. 
Fuck. Is, if is, you're friends with the staff, you can probably stay here until 3.30 or 4 right. in the morning. Is, is there an arcade open more than us? That's I mean, a call it's, out to all the arcades. Email yeah. in if somehow you're open more than Electric Bat Arcade. You really have to be open 24-7 and 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet yeah, Ty would I, do I, it. I'm really not bragging. I just I would like to know if anyone's open more than we are. Because, uh, yeah, man, this is... This is a little too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? Are you quitting? Is that what uh, today is about? Oh, we can't stop now. Choo choo. Yeah, just got choo choo. God damn it. All right. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Kale, for joining. And thanks for sharing that. We'll check uh, August on Foo Fighters. We'll see how that's earning. Otherwise, uh, excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Soon. It's been an absolute slice. I appreciate it, Jason. As always. <laughs> thanks a lot. See ya. Right on. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. What the fuck? In college, I used to um, make money. This was in the early days of eBay, and I would draw all kinds of fetish stuff. So, like, amputees was a real big thing. What the fuck? (laughs) Semi-pornographic, like, amputee porn. Um, What? And just sell these drawings that I could do. You know, I could do a a very nice drawing, a charcoal drawing, in an afternoon. and um, Of, like, a dude or girl, no legs. Yeah, or like a just stump. Going, <laughs> fuck, just yeah. going to town on some the guy. This is this is the deep dark secret of how Electric Bat Arcade, the origins. Um, so Jeez. I used to do these, like you know, or sometimes they'd be like skulls or just something like kind of weird. But again, this was like early, early. Wait, eBay. wait, wait. Involved in the amputee porn? They told me this was a pinball podcast. Uh, <laughs> how did? No, no, you don't just like. Uh, oh, you know, more. okay. I go to I go to middle school. I'm you know I'm eighth grade, and all of a sudden I make money making amputee porn paintings. That there's a process to get there, right? Okay, the process was when I was in middle school or early high school. You know, real real into goth stuff. Ended up Hell at the yeah. goth clubs. Was a hardcore. Uh, you know, into that. So I guess that's that. Then I went to college and made am- amputee porn. Is that a Fuck. better? But then, no, it gets yeah, better though. Yeah, yeah. So I was, um, I was a high school teacher for eight years, I think. High school a, art teacher. High school art yeah. teacher. Teaching about amputee porn paintings, <laughs> etc. Telling people how to make money. Yeah. Amputee <laughs> no, porn. No, 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 no. Now you're God. Gonna, no, that's not the story. <laughs> so I, uh, I worked in a charter arts arts high school teaching life drawing. So teaching teenagers to look at naked people. True. Um, and nice. and that was one of the best jobs in the world. And and I know people are thinking like, wasn't weren't they like snickering and the whole problems? No, teaching high schoolers to draw naked people was much easier than teaching college people to draw naked people because they knew that if they misbehaved like even for a half a second, they were out. And when you're in high school and you have the privilege of looking at real life naked people every day, mm. you don't fuck that up. No. But my boss, one of the early. Um, people that worked there he i didn't go to any of his parties but he um he the best way to tell this he commissioned me to draw to do some ink drawings of all different kinds of dicks <laughs> so yeah, big ones small ones white uh, ones really, black that's what ones. he said so like what are you talking about cut uncut pierced not pierced Jesus. like jewelry, yeah tell me about like, these dicks hard, soft and he was like, and he like kind of blushes and he's in, you know, he, he clearly, he really wanted this stuff, but how do you ask someone who works for you to draw? But it's an art school. So it's kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of used to this sort of stuff. 
And so he's like, uh, uh, um, yeah, I actually, uh, all of those would be good. I was like, all right, cool. So I did, I mean, this whole series of very nice, I don't have pictures of them. Sorry. This was back before like digital cameras were. People snatch these shits up. So he, he, he has, um, like a wall full of like pierced, like cock and ball. Rachel dicks. Well, I mean, they're not mine. I no, don't I mean, have one um, right. <laughs> anymore. But you had a bunch. Of them. You had a bunch. <laughs> I did. I did have uh, reference material, right? So yeah, right. No, all kinds of, of fetish, fetish. Por- I made a. I made a, a good bit of money doing. What year is this roughly? Sorry, a decade. This has been maybe two thousand and one, two thousand and two. So for reference, you know. You don't have your assistant here. You're just Googling. Oh, uh, no, not even. Soft. Magazines. This was magazines. I had all the, like, yeah. Well, we don't need to get into the magazine collection. Ah, well, yeah. We could, but yeah. um, And that's how we started Electric Bat. And then that's how Electric Bat was made. (laughs) Now you know the rest of the story. So this one guy bought all these dick pics from you? Or like. Yeah. No, he, but he commissioned them. It wasn't. I mean, I'm not just making. Whoa, whoa. This one guy just wanted a bunch of dick. He paid you for a bunch of dick. <laughs> yeah. Does he have customers or he just loves cock? No, he collects art of dicks. Yeah, he's flipping dick pics. Yeah. Make a little extra money. Flipping oh. out. Sponsored by flipping <laughs> I mean, out dick pics. He he had money. Um, right. He had money and then he spent it on, on art dick. that was very beautifully realized uh cock yeah <laughs> i can't i can't people jesus christ <laughs> but and really, like, this, i love it think of so i worked i had um one of my jobs in college like the you know regular people jobs was reading books onto tape for blind people textbooks right and that made at the time that was really good money i think it made six dollars an hour mm-hmm so I could make some amputee drawings, which at the same time was using my craft. And I, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, throw those up on eBay. Make, you know, I mean, what if you made like $100 off that? That's huge money whenever you're in college and minimum wage is like $4. So wouldn't you do that? I'd be like, why wouldn't you? That's yeah. like, right. yeah, who right. would? That kept me not having to have a roommate. Or right, nobody. So, okay, we got creep guy wants thousands of dollars of dick pics. Just likes dicks. Loves cock. Yeah, so much. Like, I mean, think. Is he gay? Yeah, gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. But think about all bringing it back to pinball. All of these pinball machines with TNA all over it. Right. Like dudes are buying these many thousands of dollar machines for their house and one of the big selling points is the big fucking rack on the back class the dolly part steve yeah Yeah, so i mean this guy likes dicks and he wants to put those on his wall what i'm feeling we need a dick game stern stern's dick pete's premium sausage (laughs) pete's big juicy sausage le yeah. That, the powder coat would be peach. You know what I mean? Just veiny. Oh, veiny. Fuck. Get vein mods on the side of it. You know what I mean? The, <laughs> yeah. 
there's a there's a mech in there that when you hit it enough times it gets you wrecked. There you go. Oh you know? yeah. Stern's oh, penis. God, this ramp. Uh, <laughs> ride the ramp. It comes with a topper and a bottomer. <laughs> Power bottom it's, it but it's, it's, it's truck nuts on the bottom. Just yes, two please. huge fucking heads. That is the that's tilt. tilt. Mech, that's the tilt mechanism. <laughs> truck nuts. It's just a hanging sack. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining, guys. We'll see you later. Right on. Right. Well, I guess that'll about do it. Thanks for joining the pinball party. Email us in at pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned for next week. Doc Monday coming up. Thankful list. As promised, here's another Neon Dale song. This time, a work in progress, a demo. It's all there, but some of the levels are off. Need some tweaking. It's a little muddy in the mix, but, you know, I'm finishing up writing it in the next couple weeks. It's called Down These Roads. See you later. When I was younger, all I wanted was to see my friends and go on holiday. When I get older, I'll reflect alone. I've been down all of these roads before. I live the present and I've lived the past. That doesn't make my future crystal clear. Certain that I might be wrong, but I've been down all of these roads before, and I'm learning to reflect, take it day by day. Dance.